You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Oh boy. Come on, give us some connectivity. We got it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Live from My Mother's Basement. We're not in the basement right now. We're in my studio slash apartment in North Hollywood, California. And we're laughing already because we haven't seen each other in a couple days. Yeah, which is a long time for which us. Is, and then before that, a couple years because of the pandemic. And uh, we're good friends. We've known each other a long, long time. So this is going to be a, a funny, silly reunion slash great episode. This is my friend... Antoinette, and if my mother was here, whose her name is Antoinette, she'd say, Handy Ned! <laughs> Tara Jean, everybody from Brooklyn. Nice Hello. to see everybody. Hello. 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 Hey, Maron. This guy, I love this guy so much. Isn't I, this great? Every time he comes into town, I'm like so excited. Uh, you know, just to perform with him and see him and have coffee. Have, have coffee. coffee. We know. got food tonight. We got chiclets. <laughs> Where are we looking? Are we looking down? Are we looking up? We're supposed to look at each oh, other. Oh, we're looking at each other. <laughs> oh, right, right, We're supposed right. to look at each other. Right. Like, like professionals. Right. So how are you? Right, exactly. Cheating out, cheating yeah, out. Yeah, but cheating. Yeah. Oh, somebody's texting. Somebody's already texting. Leave us alone. We're busy. We have things going on. We got a lot of, to we got a lot of shit. He's got a lot of rules. The, actually, if you remember, it was a rule when we were kids. Get your elbows off the table. Absolutely. You know that's that? still, that's still, you, that the proper way was to do very little movement and never have your elbows touch the table. My mother used to get your elbows off the table yeah. and you were in a panic. Right. <laughs> what if your father ever, if your father ever saw you with your elbows in the table? Mm. It's true. We had a lot of rules when we were eating. We had to finish everything. I couldn't sit. I always had to sit properly, but I was a tomboy. So I used to sit actually with my feet up like this, like a monkey, up until like I was like 18. Do you yeah. remember? Finish everything in your plate. Uh, yeah. You finish everything so in your plate because if you don't finish everything in your plate, there's starving kids in other countries that would give anything to eat with that, but you're spoiled, you sons of bitches. It's true that you weren't allowed to go out and play. Yeah. You can't get down. My mother would say, get down. Get down from the table. We weren't <laughs> yeah, up. I don't know true. why it was get down. Get down. Maybe because you were in a high chair before then. That's so... You remember that? Get down. Oh you can't get God. down. It's the, 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 the similarity of growing up the way we grew up and all of the things that people back east say that you say, you know. Is it an East Coast thing or is it so. where they're from? Because now my mother really is from a certain area of Italy where your family's probably from a different, completely different area. And uh, I don't know about that. Well, where are you we're, from? We're from Bari, from the Adriatic, yeah. right opposite Greece. I have a feeling. No, we, 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 they called us the Mountain Guineas, dead center of Italy, mountains, no land. Uh, like Abruzzi? Dairy farm, Abruzzese, yes. I'm Abruzzese. Well, but also, was... the Abruzzese have blue eyes. Yes. They have a kind of a strong chin. They have, yeah, I mean, they have light, they're light. I don't know where I'm looking. Please tell me where I'm Look looking. Look wherever you want. Don't hit the table. I'm all confused. You see how it shakes? <laughs> How confused are you? I'm going to look here. I'm going to look here. But it's, anyway, yeah, no, it's it's a beautiful thing to come from Abruzzi. That's very hilly. Hilly. They have very, yes. very nice the cheeses. The Mountain Guineas. Cheeses. The Mountain Guineas, that's right. We that's are, not that far. We are going to have so many people writing in to watch us talk. <laughs> so I want everybody who's watching right now, um, wherever you are, just stay tuned. We're going to hang out. We're going to bullshit. We're going to talk about how we know each other. Being Italian, 
sharing the stage together, and then we'll look at who's writing, and we'll take questions from everybody because I see them coming already. They're, they're going to be up in. there. They're going to be down here too. See, I'm there's gonna... Rosetta Mortati. Rosetta, <laughs> what are you doing? You know Rosetta. I think so. No, Rosetta, do you know me? <laughs> I feel like you know me, Rosetta. Rosetta Tati. We did a an Instagram conversation yesterday. She's a trainer, uh -huh. and she shows you how to uh, stay hydrated with this Bolero. Uh, stuff that you put in water, and she was yelling at me last night because I drink Coca-Cola. Oh, I know you do. I get mad when I'm performing with him. I love a Coca-Cola. Because I see him drinking soda. Tonight we yeah, have water. No, you got, ooh. You ooh, got somebody a, sent us ooh. money. Is oh that my yours? God. You can Wait, send us. is that us... me? Maybe that was me. I hope it was me. <laughs> I just sent you money. Oh, you sent me money? Folks, while you're watching the show here on Facebook, you can send us money. Please. Anywhere from $0.05 cents to $0.25. Cents. Just send it. And when we hear the bell ring, we will laugh and scream and cheer because we think we made a lot of money. Right, but we we're didn't. Two fucking idiots. <laughs> Are we allowed to curse on you? You can curse on okay, my show. Great, yeah. Could you I'll imagine an excited. Italian girl from Brooklyn? I tell her not to curse. She has nothing to say. <laughs> you know, hanging out with you makes me like a real potty mouth. I noticed that after seeing you the other night, I just got, I've started to get like just tougher and funnier. And thankfully. Funnier. Well, I, I thankfully. I, Mike, you, you, you slammed that crowd i mean i couldn't i was looking around people could not laugh bigger they looked like their faces were hurting from smiling and so was mine it was so it was such a, a funny set wasn't it fun it was really fun and i fun. really enjoyed being I, back I wish, for four years i wish i wasn't under so much pressure backstage thinking about the show and running the show because i really should have videotaped you going i can't go on i was like <laughs> No, I don't want to do it. Wait, wait, wait. You turned around and you looked at me and you were like, what's the matter? What's the and matter? I'm like, I don't know, Mike. I'm like, it's, it's fucking packed out there. It's been four years since I've been on stage and I had all new material. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Antoinette? Why are you doing this tonight? So then I was trying to like run my set and try to remember like some of the old shit. Yes. Yeah. I was, looking, I was looking for, uh, you did great. I know. I and everybody great. was like, oh, the girl was fantastic because uh, she was the only girl, girl in the show. The only girl. And I was running the, the pants. The girl was fantastic. <laughs> and I had on hot boots, but I have hot, on hot boots right now. Bada boom, bada hey, boom. Hey, money, money, somebody money, sent money. Money with the boots. <laughs> <laughs> I have sneakers on. All right. All right, let's get we, serious. We, we got to get serious. Yeah, and stop touching the table. We, we got to. Re okay. Get your hands off the table. Okay, stop. We have to go back to when we met. Let's start everybody off with how we actually know each other. You want to take it from here? Do you actually remember where we know no, each other from? No, I don't. I, that's why he's making me take it. Well, I, like, I, I remember somewhat. Remember. Okay, I had a show at Luna Park or Masker's Cabaret, some club that's not there anymore, and it was a show called Funny as Shit, right? And I had seen Mike. And I just started doing, like, it was like maybe stand-up for a couple of years. This is exposition that we don't need. But I saw Mike, and I was like, I have to get this guy in my show. And we started, you started doing my show. Is and that you right? were Yeah. Do you even know what I'm talking about, Luna Park? Luna Park was a big right. deal. And then we did the improv together. Yeah. And then we just started kind of like showing up in the same places, didn't we? Where were we? Well, I was the one running Masker's Cabaret on oh, Tuesday oh. night on Third Street. That's it. So that's Me right. and that girl, Christy McBrayer. She was the country fried chicken type girl, which yeah. which she called herself, country something something. <laughs> she was a southerner her. girl. Yeah, yeah. That was a long time. Oh what, my god! How long ago? How long do we know each other? Because I, I was kind of getting old and nostalgic. Well, let's see. I was like so happy that we know each other still. It's and we're thirty still on years. The stage together. Thirty. 
No. It is, 30 years. Because I started stand-up <clears throat> at age, and then that's when, know, that's when I know, was hitting Luna Park. And also you did the I remember Guidos. Luna Park, Night of a Thousand Guidos. Night of a Thousand Guidos. That was the last time I saw you between me having kids. And then like, just like, I couldn't, I couldn't do one more show because I was like, just my kids were too little and it was too strenuous. But that was the last time I saw you. And really? you, it was, yeah, for a while. I think we, we lost touch for like four or five years. I remember most of the time I thought I saw you was at the comedy store. Well, for sure. We played the comedy store, the world famous comedy store in Hollywood. They had a specific show for the Italians called The Night of a Thousand Guidos, and you name it, anybody, everybody did that show that from Italian great. descent. I actually still have flyers from the show, I and I have too. a flyer with Joe Rogan on it. Wow. And I never really remembered him being Italian, but he is. He is Italian. Supposedly, he's either I, from Boston or New Jersey. He's from Boston. So he was in the show. And then remember Vinny Favorito, Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian. I did a show, a couple of shows with Sebastian. We all did. Wheels yeah. Parisi, Brett Ernst. Brett Ernst, yeah. Oh Luca my God. Palenka, Tammy Pascatelli. Tammy Pascatelli. I love Tammy <laughs> and I love me some Luca Palanca. Well, I uh, you guys I still, I still I still do I still think of Luca when I'm on stage because Luca, when I first started stand up, he wasn't a stand up. And he came and watched me. He's like, Tom, he goes, you're fucking funny. He goes, that's great. And then I would show him some of my jokes. He goes, you got to say this at the end. I was like, that's funny. Like, let me just say this. Shout out to Luca. When I first met Luca Polanka, he, I picked him up at the airport with a, I don't remember the guy's name. And I did it for my, my, my boyfriend at the time. And I picked him up. And the two of them had me laughing so hard. I actually knew at that moment I wasn't a stand-up. But I knew I'm in the presence of a, a really talented stand-up. And that's why I'm so happy that Aww. that Luca is a stand-up. He's a great, great guy. Great guy. I remember when I'm, we're talking about this Italian comedian from Brooklyn who used to <laughs> show up and you thought John Travolta just stepped out of uh, the 2000s Space Odyssey. He wore a white uh, V-neck T-shirt with a black leather jacket. It could be freezing like, outside right. or it could be too hot. Right. And, and black pants and boots, constantly smoking. And I remember the night I met this guy, Luca Polanka. He comes in with this white, huge Cadillac into the parking lot of the comedy, comedy store. store. It looked like it didn't fit in the driveway. And he crashed into the back of my Jeep. I was there that I, night. I'm looking at him like, this guy just hit my Jeep. I remember that. And I go over to him, and I go, hey, man, you just hit my Jeep. And he goes, oh, is that yours? <laughs> And I, I'm like, I love this guy. I mean, amazing. And he used to like, it doesn't matter, 20 degrees below zero, he still had the same leather jacket on. And we went to yeah. Aspen because I produced a short that actually... Money, was, keep on sending us money. Money, money. That's money. It. Somebody hit the bell. Hit the bell. You can actually pay to watch this show. It's only a quarter or a nickel or a dime. Whatever you have. Yes, what it, whatever you have. <laughs> whatever you have. The story is fantastic, though, isn't it? Okay, so you're talking about Aspen? Oh, yeah. No, just that it was just so funny that when you're from Brooklyn or from back east and you're Italian, like you have that leather jacket. There's no way you're wearing a parka. There's no way you're wearing a hat. You won't even wear gloves. And it was just hilarious. Like it was fucking freezing. But we just, you know, you just the leather is the thing. And, and it was just so much fun. And I remember one time we did do a night of a thousand guidos and they put all those tablecloths on all the tables that looked like a, a backyard picnic. 
the red and the, the red white, and the checkers, white checkered, yeah. And then uh, that was great. There was one time when weren't you friends with Kathy Moriarty? Yes. I don't know who brought her. Don't even. T yeah, no, it was Luca that brought her. Okay. And actually, I think we drove her home that night. I remember she needed a ride yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was like a night. really money. Send us Woo! the money. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was amazing. The stories of Mulberry We need pizza. money. We had this is yeah, our see, ugly look, Christmas tree. We need money for one, two, three, four ornaments. Four. That's all we need, folks, is four ornaments. Four. Send us some money. Tell a story. How did she get there? Because I remember she was supposed to be the host, and Andrew Dice Clay, oh, whose yeah. last name is Silverstein, was supposed to be the headliner, and all the young up-and-coming comedians went on in between. And then it didn't happen that way. It yeah, became I, a clusterfuck. It, it did because she wasn't in shape. She wasn't in good shape for whatever reasons to emcee the show. And the reason she was there was because Luca worked at Mulberry Street Pizza. And Kathy owned Mulberry Street Pizza. So that's kind of how she came to be. You know, There's the, some the cool MC. history there. There's just a lot of stories. An Italian kid from Brooklyn slinging pizzas. With the owner Kathy Moriarty and, and all the Richie, other wise guys, Richie, Richie, and Richie was married. I have Albano, to Kathy, right? No, Richie, no. Who's Lou Albano? No, Richie. Anthony oh Albano. God, Who's the name? Albano? If anybody knows what Richie's last name is, Richie was married to Raquel Welch, at, at that time. I think after after he was married to Kathy, he married Raquel Welch. It wasn't Richie Albano? I don't know that name, Richie. What is this name, it Richie? It's not even an Italian name. I think it's a Jewish name. Anyway, I liked Richie. Richie, yes. if you're listening. It was the good old days. It was great. It, it was, was so great. Fun, fun time. No cell phones. No doo-doo-doos. No doo-doo-doos. You, know, you, know, you caused trouble. Nobody knew time. about it. Exactly. I, can I just say something? Yeah. I heard, I, I don't want to say what store because I'm always very careful, but I went to go get fake nails actually for the show. Oh. I swear to God, and 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 I go and this and I see this this whole rack. Anyway, they had like um, locks on the nails, and I'm like, why would they have to lock down nails of all the all things? I had to wait like you know 40 minutes to get somebody to come over, and I'm oh, like, because... and she said, she said because the young people, the, you know, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but anyway, they they steal, and I'm like, well, why? It's right by the door, don't you? Can't you catch them? And she goes, she goes, even if we catch them, we can't. We can't do anything about it. And I was thinking, where I'm from, they would, they would take you in the back. Like, forget about insurance. They'd take you in the back. They'd sit you down. They might even raise their hand to you. You know, you couldn't do shit. You couldn't get away with shit. Now you get away with everything. And I just don't Could understand. There's like no law in the land is what's happening. I don't get I don't know anything about going to get nails. And I didn't know that you could lock nails down. You can't but I understand anything. this type of thing because yesterday... Now, I don't even know if I could say this. Right, I know. See, I you went see into. How we can't I went. No, no, no. I'm saying for other different reasons, but oh. I'll, you'll you'll find out why. I went into the CVS and I wanted to buy. Uh, you know, for a friend, I wanted to buy. Condoms? Um, well, yes, condoms. condoms. Well, no, I didn't want to buy condoms. You I'm didn't too want. Old. Your I don't friend need wanted them. you to buy them. Well, there was something next to the condoms that uh, um, would have been lube. Yes, and it's locked. <laughs> You gotta, wow. you gotta, you gotta ask somebody that's in the store for keys. Yeah. Oh could you? God, so that's... could you imagine? Excuse me, excuse me. Listen, I mean to bother you. Right. Can you unlock the lube door? I just want to get. I want to. It's not good. It's not that I want it. I want right. to see how much it is. You got to turn it around. Right. Um, so embarrassing. Um, there's an anal glide I'd like to get because my kid. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember when I first went to get condoms when I was a kid, you went, the condoms were behind the counter. That's right. At a 7-Eleven. That's, right. That's really embarrassing. And you had to say, excuse me, uh, my dad sent me here for condoms. Right. <laughs> he don't want any more kids. Right. He hates me. <laughs> this could but be a good like stand-up routine. You had, a, you had a strategy, which I really like. Yeah. You're always thinking. Mike Marino, uh, you're very fast on your feet. Thank you. You are very fast on your feet, and I really appreciate that. I am addicted to human intelligence, and this man not only is funny, but you're intelligent, and I'm not blowing smoke. I really, I enjoy, I enjoy that you are sensitive when you're on stage to any sudden movement. I swear to God, like people, somebody gets up, he's like, hey, you know, I'm like, how do you fucking see that? And like, you know, it's 200 you people. Where are you going? Where are you going? It's really, really funny. Yeah, it was great. Thank you for having me. Going back in time and thinking about what we were doing at a time where life was completely different. Mm. Whatever you said on stage wasn't held against you. It was just whether somebody liked it or not. Right. I was never a filthy comedian. I didn't do anything nasty. And for the most part, my conversation on stage is about me and my life. So if anybody's offended right. by it, well, then right. I'm sorry you're offended by what I go through. Even right. my pain or my, right. uh, my symptoms or whatever it is. Right. It's your point of view. Now, yes, we do have to be a little bit more careful. So we put a show together this past Saturday night, and that's what Antoinette's talking about. I thought she was still doing stand-up. I didn't mm -hmm. know you stopped. Well, I no, I stopped. Don't you remember April 23rd, 2020? I had a show, Antoinette and Friends, and Mike Marino was one of, my, one, of, one of the guys on the bill. You were opening, not opening, but like a headlining or whatever. And then I got shut down. And then I didn't do stand, I did stand up once on a Zoom. And I was just like, fuck this. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm not doing this. Fuck this and shit. then I turned it into a talk show, which I'm really enjoying doing. So then I was like, okay, well, it's time to get back. And I feel like people are not as sensitive now. Like yes. they're coming out of COVID. And people are willing to kind of laugh more and go easy on. Listen, if we don't have comedy that points at like the things that we all think and all of our experiences, like then we're lost because we need comedians, we need yeah. comedy, and we need a point of view that's 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 levity, that's that makes it light. Makes you forget words. about life yeah. for a while, like the piano man. <laughs> so we did this show Saturday night. We had a lot of fun. It was sold out. You couldn't move. It's at a new place called the Comedy Chateau here on Lancashire Boulevard in North great. Hollywood, which we were normally playing across the street. So at this time, we figured we'd try something different. Mm -hmm. We put together an Italian Christmas show. It was great. First few comedians weren't really hitting the way they were supposed to. And then Antoinette's backstage going, I don't want to go next. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I literally looked at, looked at Mike, and Mike was like, are you okay? And I'm like, Mike, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just, he's like, get out. What are you doing? He said, get out there. And I just was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I was having you a moment. You want to be a star, sweetheart. Get out there now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment. I admit, I had a moment. But then once I hit the stage, then I'm fine. Isn't it amazing? Once you get on the stage and you feel like, wow. It's a great feeling. Do you know who I am? Yeah. I'm, I'm, here. I'm here now. Yeah. I'm here, I'm here. now. I'm, I'm, here. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hit this place. Yeah. Sit back. Don't move. And now you're addicted again? Totally. Right? Totally. I was like, the next morning, I'm like, all right, who do I know? Who's got rooms? I mean, seriously, I, I need to get out there again. And I, I know you did it to me, but I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna. I was just like, you know what the funny thing is? I said no to like maybe 25 shows during COVID. People were calling me, do a show, do a show. And I wasn't feeling it. 
And it was weird that I wasn't feeling it. And then my mom passed almost a year. So December 30th, you know, and my mom oh. was my, yeah, I mean, you know, she I'm died sorry. at 99. Yeah, just, you know, like your mother. I mean, I see your mother, reminds me of my mother. But then I was like, something said to me when he called, he's like, hey, we're going to do an Italian Christmas show. You in? And I heard my mother go, do, go do, go do. And I was like, she said, yes. I didn't even like have anything new to say. I didn't even know what I could say, you know, post COVID. But I'm like, fucking A, it's with Mike Marino. It's going to be a bunch Money. of- Money. <laughs> we got a dollar. <laughs> Listen, Wait. I want to hear this sentiment, but before his uh, comment goes away, let's do a shout out to, to our lovely friend, who we know a long, long time. He's actually commenting your boots right now. These boots were made for walking. Who out of the who else would put together an Italian show with a host from Kentucky? Us, Stevie D, ladies and gentlemen. We, we've Stevie been with, D. We've been hanging out with him for uh, way too long. Quite honestly, he stays here. <laughs> we can't stop long. laughing. I, I tell him all the time, "Why are you leaving the blow dryer? <laughs> How offended? I'm offended." <laughs> it's gotten to the point where I can't even do a show unless he's bringing me to the stage. He's the it's, best. He is the best. He has like that fucking vibe and that seven. Like he just makes you happy. Money. Woo! <laughs> cash. Okay, listen, money. I'll, I, if you if you give us some money, a couple of quarters. We're not asking for much. I will show you my boots again, but the special part of the boot. I don't even know what that is. It is. There's a Somebody send thing. us another nickel. I need to see the bottom of this boot. <laughs> the bottom of the boot. The, the Italian the boot. boot. The Italy boot. No, I wore these for you, Mike. Stevie D, thank you, buddy. We miss you. We love you. Love and you. thank you so much. Oh! Got to see the boot. See the boot. <laughs> She's sending money. They're, sending, they're money. sending money for the boot? Yeah. Okay. Well, what, let's see. What could we get to? Let's try to get to To it. There's more no money. Let's get to five dollars, and think then we you got can see the We got to five dollars. Fifty cents, ten cents. Give me the grand total. Wait, I don't know how I to get move to this. Get to see part. my boots. All right, so fifty, sixty. Oh, we got sixty. A dollar ten. Two ten. Two ten. Two twenty. Two twenty. Two thirty. Three thirty. Three dollars and thirty cents. Mario Macaluso, he's oh in Brooklyn. God. I know Mario. Four dollars fifty cents. Wait a minute. Four Stop shaking the table. Sorry. I'm excited. We got four dollars and fifty cents. Five dollars and ten cents. <laughs> oh no! Somebody just sent two dollars. All right, so we got okay, six dollars go. and fifty cents. Boots coming in. Boot. Check it out. Look at the gold part. You see the gold? <laughs> The gold is not from Brooklyn. I don't even know how you got, got your household. leg up on this on this table. I don't like know this. either. Ah, 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 ah. I don't know how old you are, but I couldn't do that no. in my lifetime. <laughs> Holy yes, shit! Yes, you can. Yes, Thank you, you can. for the money. Thank you. That's very nice of you. I hope you enjoyed my boot. She actually just booted the screen for six dollars and twenty cents. Yeah. It's on this one. Oh, okay. All right. So anyway. We had a great time at the Comedy Chateau. It was this was past great. Saturday night. And there was a second room in there. I didn't know that. Was I was wondering, there were room. comics coming into the green room, and I'm like, they don't look Italian. They don't seem Italian. No. And then they was like, no, we're going into We took room. the big room. We did. We took the big room, and we were asked to go back. So when they called me yesterday and said, hey, come back, let's do another show, I said, okay, we're going to do an Italian show again. Love it. But this time, we're going to do two shows, a 7.30 and a 9.30 oh, a show. Idea. This way, 
people don't have to, you know, sit on top of each other like that. It was packed. We you packed. Couldn't it was fit, so packed. You couldn't fit they one turned more people away. Actually, Did I they? got yelled at. I was so happy yeah, that some my, of my friends, friends got were to like, make I, it in. I couldn't get in, and they were like, what happened? And I knew that was going to happen, too. It was great. <clears throat> it was fucking great. We've never done a show there like that. I don't think they've even seen a show like that. It was insane. Bunch of guidos and guidettes. Oh, so fun. <laughs> and I loved being the only girl. That was really fun. Yeah. And well, I, I don't think I've ever been the only girl. That was great. It was so fun. And I loved Mar uh, Marco. Marco Asante. So, Asante. I He's really very, very funny guy. Very funny. Thank Adorable. you so much. People keep sending money now. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Make us rich. Anybody got a million dollars? We'll get a new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make a movie. We'll call it the uh, uh, you know Night of a Thousand Guidos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. Very, very original. So tell us about you know your family. Where in Italy are they actually from? And before we go into that, let me do a shout out to Tatiana Blueshell. I love Tatiana. I'm taking out my scented gum because I needed to freshen my breath. She wanted to have fresh breath on the show, which is a very nice thing. And I had these classics on the table. Anybody remember these? Put your hand up if you remember these. We grew up with these. I put this on the table because I wanted to talk about them. Scented gum, chow words. After eating, smoking, or drinking, you eat this. It actually says after smoking. That's amazing. It still says that? Right. Eight pieces, chewing gum, fragrance that refreshes. Okay, but it's you know what fragrance. this is? But it's licorice. It's a licorice. You whistled. Did you hear? Did I licorice? licorice. <laughs> I have a lisp. <laughs> no, but this is what this is. Does anybody know what this is? We grew up in Brooklyn. Well, you're Jersey. What is so this? I can't believe you don't know it's this. It's a gum. It's a gum, but it's like a chick lip, but it has a very specific taste. Thank you. Money. Money. Um, a very specific taste. So anyway, I came in and I had a little bit of uh, breath freshening. So now you're going to give a shout out to who? I'm sorry. I just interrupted. Well, a lot of people are writing in now. And the reason why I put that on the table is because I'm going to be doing my impersonation. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Those See? are great. Those are like chocolate. Neko, the original candy wafer from 1847. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? And I've been um, doing Not some really videos. So my uncle Tom, he was at the video. I've been going like, hey, you sons of bitches, this is a good candy right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I like old things. I like I to talk too. about them. I like to, uh, so that's why I want to ask you, you know, okay, born in Brooklyn. Okay, so I'm born, what, I'm born in Brooklyn, but my parents were born in Italy. Well, my father was born in New York, but then he went right back to Italy. So I have... I come from Italian family, and I speak Italian. And every summer or every other summer, I would spend two months in Italy. So I kind of feel like I was like kind of different in my neighborhood because there was Italian Americans, but we were like really like provolone hanging in my basement. We grew the tomatoes in the backyard. My mother had the thing that that like kind of smashed the tomatoes, and then you would jar it, and then you'd have to have like the certain mason jar whatever just garlic hanging like we always had meals that were completely never had like store-bought stuff you know right and that's yes. what your mother too so anyway we're, we were from italy and uh what was the other question i don't know i keep on <laughs> making money it threw me for a curveball Before... he's not even paying attention no to i'm me paying attention the money's coming we're gonna in. get this well you know Money trumps uh, it a provolone. At, at this particular juncture, <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know, it's funny. It's our family did the same thing. We grew up in the basement. 
They jarred the, we called it gravy. Most people gravy? called it sauce. Gravy? You said gravy, gravy? too? Uh, we said gravy. Absolutely. Sauces. What is sauce? So I don't even know a what suka. we said sauce for. I never really used that when word. When it was marinara, marinara or marinara. Marinara. I, when, marinara. I saw, when I saw your mother, by the way, mm -hmm. when there was those clips of your mother, I was like, I felt like I, like, like it was very touching for Isn't me. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, very touching. That's I'm lucky I, that I did it. I'll tell everybody, my father's alive, he's 86. Call your family every day. Mm -hmm. Even if you can't stand it, do it. Because it's torture <laughs> Thank sometimes. You. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. the money. That was for family. For family. And make videos. Make funny videos. Make them do stupid shit. And yeah. you'll have it forever. Yep. I made my mother and I, we did a scene from Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> You and should play that. Do you, do you, do you play it? Or do you, I don't know how to, to do go, that type you go of to thing. Go, we have to teach you how to do that. You can go to his YouTube and you can see his mother trying to act. It was so much like uh, what Scorsese's mother. That was well, so cute. What, that's what it was supposed to be, it kind was of. so cute. That was what yeah. it was supposed to Thank be. You. And what, what happened was I was filming uh, a comedy special. And the director and the producer were staying at my house. So I grabbed my mother and said, come on, listen, let's gonna go make some behind the scenes. And she wasn't going to do it right. And I said to the guy, I go, listen, just let her be. Because she's not going to do what we tell her to do. Just let her be. And all of a sudden, my, go my mother goes like this. Well, I'm, I'm improving. That's, that's spontaneity. I'm very spontaneous. <laughs> so cute. Oh, she I give adorable. anything for her to be around. She was adorable. Yeah. But anyway, we did grow up. I had the basement. That's where you had, like, that's where everybody hung out, you know. My mother had a, a sewing machine. She put, made all my clothes. It's a special moment in time, you know. And I did get sad not to get all morbid, but when the COVID happened and, like, things started changing, I was really present with the fact that <clears throat> that world and that life and that time was kind of fading, Yes. you know. And then talking, and you, when you bring me back and we do these New York shows and these Italian shows, it really makes me very, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. <laughs> but it makes me very happy because it makes me go back to the time where we were just really engaged with people on the street and you knew your neighbors and your neighbors looked out for you. And it was just like a time where you also learn. Like somebody says to me, you know, why are you so like, um, like I'm people savvy, you know? Yes. And I think, why am I people savvy? Because in Brooklyn and New York and New Jersey, you have to deal with people. You have to be able to measure if somebody's going to kill you, <laughs> if somebody's going to hire you. Like, it's, it's something where you have to constantly know who's in front of you. And I just, I don't know, I just, I miss it's, that time. It's, it's so amazing that you just said what you said. Because you said. this morning... On my morning walk, and yesterday on my morning walk, I, I do an Instagram Live. Yes, I watch And it. I talk about just walking around. And I, I walk the track in Burbank. There's usually nobody there. Right. But every once in a while, someone comes close to me. And there's nobody around, but they're close to me. And I look right into my camera, and I go, ladies and gentlemen, let me show you how I grew up. If someone is coming up behind you like this, yeah. you step to your left. And you pretend you're going someplace different. And I do that because I'm right-handed. This way, if I have to clock this motherfucker, I got the edge. That's so I turn to the true. left with the left arm, oh. and I punch. <laughs> Money! Woo! But I That's so crazy. grew up no, that no, you, way. You're, you're, you're kind of like, Step this is like a, a very big deal. <laughs> and as a woman, when you see somebody coming down the street, 
right? There's so many things that go from, you know, from New York, you have to be aware. And you go like, okay, you're measuring, you're measuring, you're measuring, and you don't want to go across the street because then you don't want to show them that you're upset or you're mad or you're, or you're mad that they're taking up your space or that you're afraid. But it's like a really strange thing. And I, I'm very aware, I was just talking about this, so weird we're talking about this, personal space. You could be sardine smashed on the subway, but everyone in New York knows that you have to give a certain amount of space. And if you go closer than that allotted space, that's seen as an aggressive act. Yes, it's called get out of my space. I will knock you out. Right. Why don't you know any better? Right. So like, when I'm walking problem? on a track and people come near me with all the room that's out there, my antennas go up yeah. and I protect myself. Yeah. And knock you out. Right. Money. Woo! Isn't hey. it also, can I say one more thing? Yeah. One of the <clears> things <throat> also that's interesting is that when you come from where we come from, even though you may have never had a fight, there's a part of you that that is tough and you feel like if you had to fight, you would, you would, you would be okay. It's just a weird thing. It's a mentality. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. them, them, you know, people used to say to me, "Why are you so tough? You've never even been in a fight." I'm like, "Yeah, but if I have to be in a fight, I'm going. I'm going down. I'm going. I'm taking you down with me. Yeah. I'm gonna do everything I can. Right. You know, totally. I'll punch first. <laughs> <laughs> Swing my leg. What were you gonna say? I just cut you off. I'm no sorry problem. About no that. problem. I wanted to do a shout out to Tatiana before we Tatiana. move forward because we're going to grab some food because now I'm really hungry. I'm hungry too and I'm thirsty. Um, our producer, Tatiana Blue Shell, who does the podcast here live from my mother's basement. She also is the producer of my uh, uh, Make America Italian Again web series. She's also the producer of The Adventures of G.I. Giovanni, <laughs> <laughs> The Life of so the G.I. Joe Dolls. <laughs> She's a great writer. Um, when we shoot, man, it's like so stupid, like children playing with dolls. It's awesome. She but it's awesome. fun. Shout well, out. she's also a makeup artist, and she does beauty makeup, and she also does creepy makeup for special effects. That's good to know. So there's a movie coming out this weekend. starts Thursday through the weekend. It's called TheMeanOneMovie.com. Go to TheMeanOneMovie.com. She created the lead creature. Now, if you watched the movie, um, um, what's the movie with Cindy, who, Lou, you know, and uh, uh, Grinch, the Grinch, Grinch, the Grinch. Grinch. So the Grinch stole Christmas, right? Well, in this movie, you can watch the trailer. I don't feel like horror movies. I hate horror I'm movies. I'm very jealous because I want to be in this fucking movie. Really? Oh, I would love to be in this type of do movie. Do you like horror movies? Yes. You do? It's scary. I don't like any So of in that. the trailer, you see the Grinch. But he's, uh, you know, a bad guy, a murderer. Chop, chop, chop! He's the new Freddy Krueger in oh, this movie, funny. and she made him that creature. Really? And, and she her... created the look of that? Yes. I want to well, see it. it. Looks well, like how do Grinch. we see it? We got the mean one movie. Because okay. if you remember in the song, he's the mean one, right. Mr. Grinch. Right. Well, now in this movie, he really is the mean one. He's creepy as shit. Has something to do with the little girl Cindy Lou Who or whatever her down Hulu, in Whoville. Cindy Hulu, Lou Who. And she did the makeup, Hulu. and the, the creature's really, really creepy. But her name's in the credits, so I'm very, very proud of my producer Tatiana. Tatiana. Big shout out, guys. Tatiana. The movie's in the credits. Says you know special effects by Tatiana. I Blue love Shop. that. Congratulations, that cool? Tatiana. Let's yeah. get a quarter. Anybody got a quarter? <laughs> Where's the money? Come Where's on. the nickels? TheMeanOneMovie.com, check it out. How do we see people, what they're saying? There's oh, so well, many people. You can people. see up top, but you can see down here, watch. We're see, waving at Bill all Boy, of you. Junie, um, see all the peeps. 
$200. That's $2. Nice. <laughs> Paul Sims. Paul Sims has a radio show. It's called Autism Speaks. Mm -hmm. And it's all about families living with children or adults with autism. And I've been on his show many times. He's been on my show. Great, great guy. That's amazing. So growing up Italian in Brooklyn, growing up Italian from New Jersey, here we are in California. And one of my favorite places, and I've talked about it many, many times, is Foggia Italian Market and Deli. You gotta go to this place. Where is it? Lakewood. It's down by Long Beach. Is. I oh. know. I didn't know where it I was. Like Lakewood. Either. I've been here for thirty years. Where's Lakewood? It's far. But Linda and Rob Bob Quattro, they own this place. They named it after the city that they're from, oh Foggia. And I always go down there and they hook me up. It's an Italian deli with the most incredible stuff. There's sawdust on the ground. Oh, my God. Olive oil. Like a, oils, like a butcher of, shop. Right. Like. So we went down there, and we got ourselves some healthy foods. Are you digging? Look. Show everybody your... Yeah, I am, I am. But I had to dress it first. Yes. It's chicken Look. on top of arugula oh and God. all kinds of great spinach. Will we be rude if we're eating? We're going to eat. While, while, while you okay? eat, while I talk, everybody I eat while you talk. Everybody take a bite. We all take a bite take together. A bite. It's not rude if we all take a bite. No, and I'm this I love. Wait, I gotta just say this. Wait, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Look at this. This my we had in my kitchen my whole life. This, right? Yeah. That's called like a listen, like a caddy, like a Susie caddy I don't know or what whatever it's the called. fuck it's called. It's called the thing. Give me the thing. Give me the thing. Pass me the thing. Um okay. I Add have a salad over here that's supposed to be um a Greek salad. No, you got the Greek. I got the Greek. I, I got, got the, Greek the uh, chicken. Do you want some of this? No, no, I'm good with this one. Okay. I got the burrata. This is a burrata. <laughs> say it Why'd that make you laugh? Say, say, no, because of the way you said it. Burrata? Because you're like, burrata. It's the burrata. Just say burrata. 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 And the time goes, boo, asshole. <laughs> hey, hey, don't make me get up. I'll so, scare you. Hey, uh, I'll scare uh, you. Uh, uh, Let's do a stand-up routine. Let's we're, do it. We're, we're dead. Like, we're no, no, no. Here now, it is. Oh, right now? Here, here is the thing. Um, here's the scene. We died. Oh. We got killed in a mob hit. And we, we don't want to move out of our house. So we're ghosts? So we're ghosts now. And people are moving in. And we got to scare them to get them out. All oh. right? Okay. All right. All right. Go. Go. Action. Action. I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to be eating here. Don't mind us. <laughs> what kind of people just moved in? <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> Let's get it rid of them. How are we getting rid of them? Boo! 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 <laughs> Boo! Hey, you ain't scary. I'm not. You were scarier when you were I'm alive. Sc <laughs> <laughs> you were scarier when you were alive. <laughs> You're the reason why we got killed. <laughs> now you see. Now I'm going to get completely engrossed in my food. Wait a minute. Okay. Hey, this is really good. Very tasty. Is that good? What's the name of the place? Foggia Italian Market and Deli. Okay, Foggia. 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 I say it wrong. Is really close to where I'm from. Foggia is a beach town, if I remember correctly. Matinata is the beach, and Foggia is like um. I think Foggia is like here. Wait, let me show you on the boot. <laughs> I think, tell me, tell me, and tell me if I'm right. I think Foja is here. Oh, I don't know. 
I feel embarrassed that I don't know where that is. I used to, we used to go camping there in Italy. Actually, I learned about sex in Poggio. I did. Because I was little and my sisters were older and they were really kind of sexy and hot and everything. And then they Foggia's met these guys. Foggio's a little higher than the boot. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> we'll be right back just, after this I commercial break. I just got break. that. I just got that. <laughs> Give us 25 cents. What is that? That's the Foggia. Oh, my God. Where is Foggia? So somebody should tell us. I'm embarrassed that I don't know, but I did spend time there. Anyway, this food is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for I like your, this. It's very, very good. For giving this to us. I'm, I'm very appreciative right now. I'm going to let Antoinette tell you a story about what I'm going to put in front of the camera right now. Watch this. Oh my Lately, God. I got sponsored by Zeppola Mix. These are empty bags because I couldn't travel with them. But when you go to a nice Italian festival, Feast. you get this. Well... Now you can get it on the internet at Foggi at zapolamix.com. That's amazing. But you can also get it at Foggia Italian Market in Delhi in Lakewood. Thank like you, real? Mike Marina. Mike Marina. You're kidding. Yeah, because I called him up and I said, you got to check this out. So okay, today, well, let's tell the people what it is. You go. Okay, when you go, in, in, if you're in New York or in the tri-state area, they will shut down. I don't know who does this, but somebody on the block or the street <laughs> decides that they're going to do a feast. And it's really cool because the streets are always packed with people. No cars. You have to take all the cars off the street. They bring in trucks. They bring in, uh, what do you call them, like arcades where you throw, you throw shit and you have to, like, knock down shit. And then carnies. you get a... What? They're carnies. Car like car yeah, they're carnival guys. Carnival guys, right, carnival guys. And, and at the Italian feast, they always had the, the, the truck that had Zeppelis. And Zeppelis are like dough that they plop, they just plop wet dough, and it plops in like, in de and they deep fry it, and then they shake powdered sugar on it. It sounds so unhealthy, and it probably is, but it's, the, it's, like, it's like a trademarked taste of being from back east and being Italian. And being at a feast. And being at and a feast. And it's delicious. And you put this powdered sugar on it, yeah. and you put it in a brown bag, Great. and you shake it. You shake it, and all the oil is, it stains the bag. Stains the bag. And you don't care. No, you no, want it to good. do that. Right, it's even good. It's better that way. Was this a jalapeno? Now you can get it on the internet. Oh, the cucumbers. No, okay, cucumber. sorry. At zeppelamix.com, use promo code Mike Marino and get yourself 30% off. But I am proud to say that now... Fogia Italian Market in Delhi, right here in Lakewood, is carrying the product. That's amazing. See, well done. Yes. I appreciate you for that. You go out of your way to keep a tradition going and to share the tradition. Mm hmm I think that deserves a couple of quarters. Where's my two quarters? Order? Thumbs two quarters. up. Come on. Look, somebody just wrote, wait, you're from wait. New York, Antoinette? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's from Kentucky. Actually... Giancarlo Ganziano is his name. Oh, is that right? Yep. Cut frame? Cut, cut one frame. He's an editor. He's a fantastic film editor. How are you? How are you, Giancarlo Ganziano? Oh, hey, oh, how you doing, right? I'm I can't stop eating. Come over there. It's delicious. It's really, really good. And I know what I love. Let me just show you this. Not only are there tomatoes in here, but they're stuffed tomatoes with cheese, which is... An added thing. I think you got really gorgonzola good. cheese. This is like way I got something amazing. different. You did. It's really this great. is more like a mozzarella. 
a mozzarella. Ah, mozzarella. Oh, so let me ask you a question, Mike. How fluent are you? I'm fluent as I speak Italian as well as I speak English. So really, as well as How I speak English. How fucking great is that? It is. It's kind of amazing. Like sometimes, sometimes I think of the word in Italian, and I have to think of the word in English because Italian is so descriptive. Like. The words are like, say, like three different thoughts in one word. So sometimes I actually think of the word. I'm like, wow, is there a word in English that really conveys that? Plus, I have to say, didn't you feel like you really got your sense of humor because your mother and father were Italian? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Italians, they, they just have great senses of humor. And then you add, in my case, in your case too, you add the New York to the Italian. And I think because you have to laugh there. You have to laugh to get through the day. I just think there's something really kind of challenging about the New York City streets. And you have to deal with so many different types of people that you have to make fun of things. I know most of my family are really funny and most of my friends are really funny. So there has to be a reason for that. I seriously did not know I had an accent till I moved to California. I thought I was normal. I didn't even know no. I sounded any different than anybody else. I was not aware that I cursed that much. Now, it's not an Italian thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's not from Italy. No. It's a New Jersey thing or a New York thing. Yeah, totally. Everybody says to me, man, you have a great accent from Italy. I'm like, no. My mother has an accent from Italy, Sorry, and she doesn't funny. sound like me at all. No. She talk like this. Yeah. Everything She's was this. So nice. Ah. Sid, Sid, Now, nice. yeah. Have a, have a food. But me and my two brothers were not allowed to speak Italian because my mother would always say, tick a lock, she'd say, tick a lock, we're Americans now. Because my mother was afraid. Well, that's interesting. She thought, a lot of people we're going like to get that. in a lot of trouble because we're the Italians, we should watch, watch it, watch. Wow, that's, and that's so real. interesting. Now, and my mother's sisters and brothers, they didn't even speak English. <laughs> so you, you, you couldn't communicate with them unless you... No. Uh, and then... When my parents wanted to have a conversation without you knowing, they just spoke Italian. Yeah. Exactly. I had Thanksgiving at my house this Thanksgiving. With I'm your trying. Dad, with your dad. My dad at your and house. a few relatives on my mom's side. I'm trying to carry the torch. Good for you. And my mother would uh, have the Thanksgiving did you dinner. Cook? I did. Well, no, we ordered. Everybody brought something. Oh, it was a potluck. And my, I remember my mother would always say, Whatever she wanted in Italian, and then she'd say something in English, and we knew we were being lied to. But I did, I'm going to do this joke, but we always had the kids' table, funny. and it was like 20 kids at the kids' table. Then the adults' table was actually a four by eight sheetrock piece of wood that went over a stupid fucking chair. Because we were broke. Everybody get, was broke. And you get splinters yeah. on, underneath it. <laughs> hey, hey. So you ate down in the basement. And I remember so going, someday, I'm going to get to sit at the adults' table. Yeah. And all you had to do was say, which one of them is going to die so I can <laughs> get that chair? Because that's the only way you're going to get there. Now you wish the whole table was filled, and I'd go back to sitting at the yeah, kids' table. Because they're all gone. True that. True that. What's well, funny, I didn't have that experience. Um, I know, I'm happy about like, not, having, not having to not speak Italian. I don't know why we got lucky that way, but that may be because who was surrounding you in Jersey? Did you have, were you like the only Italian family? No, no. 
so everybody... My neighborhood was all Italian, and they did speak Italian. There's an Italian-American club in my hometown. Well, see, I was born in Jersey City, but now I live in the suburbs. There's an Italian-American club in the suburbs. You have to be from Mondazole. <laughs> they won't let you in. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It's a social club? It's a social club. But there's a town in Mondazole called Scotch Plains. And the town I grew up in is Scotch Plains. So That's they, amazing. It's starting to dwindle. Yeah. I mean, where I'm from in Brooklyn, like you had like every fourth block, there would be like a social club. And probably, I mean, I don't want to get into <laughs> the mob or, but, you know, that was kind of like what it was. And all the guys would sit outside and they'd smoke and play cards and they would play scopa. And it was only guys allowed in there, like at the social clubs. But I don't, I haven't, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that anywhere else I've ever been, you know, outside of outside of my neighborhood. The city I was born in is called Jersey City. It's right outside Newark Airport. Mm -hmm. This is Newark, New Jersey, Hoboken, New Jersey, and Jersey City. So that little cluster is where you found huge Italian communities because that's where Ellis Island is. Right. And then there's the argument, where is the Statue of Liberty? It's in the water. Is it on the Jersey side or is it on the New York side? Oh, well, that's right. Depends on where you look at it. That's right. So that's where the old Italians were coming from. When they were coming from Italy and they went to Ellis Island and they spread out, you either got New York or you got New Jersey because that's, right. that's where they were going. That's right. So when I was a kid and we moved out of the city, which would have looked like Brooklyn, only really, really small compared to Brooklyn, right. very small, right. we grew up on the stoop. We grew up in the buildings. We grew up in the neighborhood. There was the guys down the block. It was the whole nine yards. But when you move to the suburbs, completely different. And you'd see a deer running on your front lawn, yeah. and you're like, wow, did you see that thing? How old were you when you moved uh, to the suburbs? Only 10. Oh, wow. 10, but my grandmother owned the house in Jersey City. So you would go back. So that's where you went every Sunday, and you didn't know any better. You figured this is the way life is. Yeah. Where my grandma grew everything. I mean, there was a horse in my grandmother's yard. Wow. I'm like, Grandma, why do you have a horse? Well, where are you going to put it? That was the answer. <laughs> where are you going to put oh, it? What am I going to do? They got to put it over somewhere. It's just a horse. But you, that's kind of great. Because you had the best of both worlds. You had yeah. a little bit of a country vibe, and then you had you had The city, city. vibe. <clears throat> Not that's only amazing. that, you were Catholic. You were petrified of everything. Yeah. Everything is a sin, <sighs> except for bingo. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I do have Everything to say this, was though. was a sin. When we would say things like this, oh, they're from Brooklyn. We were petrified. Yeah. We were petrified. They're from Brooklyn? Oh, shit, man. Don't mess with anybody from Brooklyn. And how about this one? Oh, Staten Island. Staten Island. Oh, God, they're from Staten Island. Yeah. But that was and a different thing. They were thing. like the they same people. They <laughs> but, but uh, I don't know if I can even say this. Not really. You can. Not really. What? I, no, I mean, just the people in Staten Island are kind of a d different than Brooklyn. And even though it's just separated by the Verrazano Bridge, which is where my house, by the way, that's where I'm from. Like, you could see the Verrazano Bridge from my house. And that's the house that I grew up in that we just sold, you know, five years ago or whatever. And I, we've had it since 19. You have a house or it was like a row two, home? Two houses side by side. We, we, were, we grew up in one. And then when the people died next door who were Norwegian, my father bought next door, and we moved next door in 1976. I never forget, it was the Bicentennial. And then we rented out, and we became landlords. But you could see the Verrazano Bridge from there. But I think it's true what you're saying. Brooklyn people, first, I'll just say Brooklyn girls, are known to be tougher. And they also had, like, the reputation of being, like, 
like the foxes, like the like a little bit more, I don't know, sexy, or they wore their sex their sex more than other burrows. And just you didn't want to you didn't want to mess with a broken girl. I remember getting in a fight. It's my first fight and I was so scared. These I, I was going out with this guy and he was the, the neighborhood guy that everybody, all the girls wanted, and I guess I pissed off the girl in the next neighborhood. <laughs> they were they were tougher and I was much more insulated and I was like just just from the old country, you know, I was not I was not like what's the word? Uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't sophisticated that way with guys and stuff. Anyway, to make a long story short, they came after me, and uh, uh, my family got involved, and they had people came and rescued me from the girl, but she was about to kick my ass. It was very scary, <laughs> very scary. Isn't that something? City girls seem to find out early, <laughs> right? And there is something very so very sexy about. A girl from Brooklyn, that little attitude, that that <clears throat> the perfume, the glitter, the glam, the nails. don't fuck with me, I will break your neck. I love you so much, yeah. but if you mess with me, I'll cut I'll, your throat while you're sleeping. I will fuck oh, you oh. Up. And then the nail, and the hand, and the pinky. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. And then people in Queens talk different. It's more whiny and whatever. Yes. Long Island. Brooklyn is more like get the fuck. You know, it's more it's more staccato. I don't know what it's. I mean, it's not like that now. It's One not. Of it's has probably changed. a little bit more watered down. But watered down. Yeah. If you think about the five boroughs, so what are the five boroughs? Brooklyn, Long Island, right? No. No. Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Bronx. Oh, Long Island. Long Brooklyn. Island's New York. Queens, Manhattan, Bronx. I guess no. I don't There's think Long Island more. is a. It, wait. Queens, Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan. It's only four boroughs. Is it five boroughs? <laughs> Amen. Let's see if we can't get somebody to say it. Wait. How many boroughs? We had the German Amen, club in North Amen. What are you New saying, Cumberland Frame? What are you saying, Genziano, over there? Amen. Staten Island. Amen Somebody said Staten Island. I remember. Oh, Staten Island. Staten Island. Oh, sorry. The whole <laughs> table. The whole table. Went. You made a mess. Oh my God, Staten Island. That's a borough. And I guess people don't even realize this. You want a little trivia? Yeah. It's not trivia. It's actually interesting. Brooklyn is larger. It's the largest borough, and it's larger than all of the other boroughs put together. Did you know that? No. Yeah, it's massive. I never went to like East East Brooklyn, South Brooklyn. I just grew up in my little neighborhood, and then I went into the city. The city. The city. Antoinette, you love the city. You're such a city girl. You're so sophisticated. And I was like, yeah. Do you remember we said that too? I don't think anybody yeah, so ever city. said we're going into Manhattan. We're going to the city. Yeah, you're going to the we're city. You're going to the city. Ooh. And the village. The village. You like the village, Antoinette? Yeah, you're going down there. Oh, yeah, you like the freaks in the village? You're not an uptown person. Yeah. Huh? Which one with West 57? West 57. Let's take in some questions, All okay? Right, let's do it. Antoinette Perigene, not only is a stand up comedian, she's not only an actress, now she has a show. Which, which was born out of COVID. Because so tell us show, about your show and where we can watch and it. And you were my first guest on my show. Yes. And now? And now my show, uh, first of all, my show is on YouTube and it's on my platform, Antoinette and Friends. My show got canceled because of COVID. And I was connected with connecting with Sinbad. And Sinbad and I were going to do a show called Antoinette and Friends. Do you know about Sinbad now? 
I do. How is he doing? I, I well, I don't know how he's doing. I just know um, that he's on the mend. Okay. That's what I. That's the last thing that I know about him. But anyway, so COVID canceled my show, and then I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna just keep going." And the Canyon Club in Agora Hills gave me the stage, and I just started turning on the camera, and just started interviewing, and then. Mike came on, and Tammy came on, George Lopez came on, Stuttering John came on. Then it just went into, like, Norman Seif came on. It, like, went away from comedy, and, and I started to interview Sharon Gless came on. I have a very big guest coming on that I can't say that is, like, a game changer, and I'm, like, very excited. Can't say it. But anyway, so I love talking to people. So I'm, like, in my happy place when I'm having this kind of conversation. I just love people. So that's... That's like what happened to me. So that was the positive thing that happened from COVID. And anyway, but thank you to Mike Marino because he came on my show first. And I just love me some Mike Marino because he makes me laugh. I could listen to Mike like days and days on end. But then when he asked me to come back, it was my first comeback show. So I'm really happy. So well, this we're is gonna, kind of... We're going to do it we're again. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. They, they can't wait for us to come back because the show was just packed. Everybody had a good time. We did a good time, yeah. And... Uh, we're going to watch your show and stay Thank in you. tuned with you. Thank so you. tell everybody exactly where you Antoinette can see it. Antoinette and Friends. You can go to my YouTube channel. It's called Antoinette and Friends. You can see all of my interviews with all of the different people. We go live. So I do a big cast a wide net when we promote. And um, then you can come see it. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that a, a, big, a big network will pick it up. And that's what we're working on. And she'll be the new Jay Leno. <laughs> And then yes. I'll come on the show. Hey, let me tell you what we've Let's been doing. <laughs> this is what I'm working on. Like, like, like all proper. Like all proper. <laughs> I hope that happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's get some questions for Antoinette right now. Thank we've been chit-chatting for a long time, and we got to get going. So let's see. Anybody got a question for Antoinette? Right off. There's Camariri Zeppeli Mix. We just got done talking about you, Joe. That was and great. So, so great that you're now at Foggia Italian Market in Delhi. Boom. There you Look are. There you are. We're so excited. That's yeah. really good news. I'm really excited. I'm going to spread the word on my show as well. All right. So here's Kevin Epstein, and he's asking the question, when are you live? Oh, when am I live? I just go live. I turn on my camera, Kevin, when I get inspired. Um, but uh, we just we, we interview somebody on, for the show. We interview, and then we edit it. And so when I know it's going to be on, then I start promoting it. So, Kevin, if you follow me. Follow Antoinette Perigene, you'll know. You'll know immediately because that's where I post everything. And we give everybody a really long lead time so you can make plans to be there. And the thing that's different about Antoinette and Friends is we usually go live with the guest for a live Q&A after the show. And so we all watch it together and then you can ask the celebrity or whoever they are and you can just connect with them directly. So that's kind of a cool, really cool thing. So anyway, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate your question, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Antoinette and Friends, Ryan Perez. That's my producer. Oh, Hi, Ryan. Right. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, man? He's nice the bomb. to see Ryan you. Ryan Perez is the bomb. I think I see my son. I uh, Richie Verdoliva. No, that's not my son. I can't get this thing to move. Oh, there it is. All right. So Camariri, thank you so much. Thank you. The five uh, boroughs of Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, Bronx, Staten Island. So he Staten says, yeah. Richie Verdaleva says, my mom grew up on Hart Street and my dad was from East New York. Thank Beautiful. you for that. Thank nice you. Nice to see you, Richie. Staten Island, somebody said, we had That's a German Kevin. club. Kevin said that. 
have an Italian accent, very you. different from New Jersey or New York. Totally. Who's Ingrid? Ingrid, Ingrid, Ingrid is German, and she went to my high school in Scotch Oh, Plain. my God. Do you speak German? Is she I really don't speak German? German? You know who speaks I speak German? A Tatiana. Tatiana. Leidenita she's from Germany. Germany. All right. That means I don't speak German, but I would like to. Is uh, Bill Boyd, who's here. He's a producer. Sorry, James Kaufman, you just passed. He was saying something. James Kaufman. James Crotium. I'm, I'm meeting with, with you guys, guys too. too. Hey, don't ever let us eat alone. <laughs> Mala figura. <laughs> That's JJ. He's actually one of the biggest stage producers at the Paramount Theater in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Amazing. Where all the famous stars come from, That's like Bruce Springsteen. And uh, okay, there's your link, Antoinette. And oh, friends. thank you. There's my link, you guys. Thanks, Ryan. You guys, you gals, there's my link. All Just right, let's put that up there. Any questions you. over here? You two should do a New York show. Um, I think yeah. we did. Uh, I think that's what we did on Saturday night. <laughs> and I think that's what this is. Yeah. It's <laughs> New York, New doing. Jersey show. Yeah. All right. It's the same. It's the Tim same Tim Cast Comedy. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see everybody. Really nice to see everybody. It's such a warm vibe. But isn't it funny? Like, you can have the screen and you can feel everybody. <clears throat> yes. It's a really nice thing. And I'm really grateful to you, Mike. Absolutely. I love you. All right, well, we got to get going. I love Mike Marino, and I love comedy, and I love you all, and I love our community, our comedy community. And um, I don't know, just keep on trucking, keep on laughing, keep on eating food, right. Italian food. And don't forget, vote for me for president <laughs> in 2024. <laughs> I've been running for 16 years. Jesus yeah, Christ. This is your year. Hey, there's one of my favorite singers, April Diamond Music. Wow. She was Hi, supposed April. to come on the show, and I'm going to try my best to get her to come on the show and do my morning walk. So, hi, April Diamond. This is my friend, Antoinette. Hi, April. We've been talking for an hour. we got to get going. But if you come on my show, let me know when it's my turn. It's uh, come on over now. now. we got, we got so now much we got food. we got so much food. i got leftovers, <laughs> We've April. Been eating Look at this. Right. Look at this. <laughs> you come on my show, you go home with a doggy bag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get going. Thank right. you, everybody, for watching another episode of Live from My Mother's Basement with yours truly, Mike Marino. Thank you, Mike. Uh, let's make America Italian again, Please. everybody, right? Oh you know God. the motto. You don't know nothing, you don't see nothing, you don't say nothing. And how do I end every single one of my broadcasts by always saying the same thing, but before I say it, stay in touch with us, okay? Not only we're here on Instagram, not only we're here on Facebook, but Live From My Mother's Basement airs on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and Italian-American Radio in New York City. I don't know if you know those guys. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Italian-American Radio in New York City. <laughs> no shit. And you can you listen to us on, with Mike. any of your favorite podcast apps. I'm also on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. And if you don't mind, keep on sending me money on Patreon. I really appreciate that. One more quarter. One more quarter. Come quarter? On. Come on. Can you send us a quarter? One. Ah, one. Ah, Let me hear ah. one. <laughs> well, this is how I end my show. I always say the same thing. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Don't, Don't take, take no, no shit, shit from, from nobody. nobody. <laughs> Good night. I can't stop laughing. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.